0: Welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jordan. Hello. Today, we are here to talk to you about Dream Hard. Uh, This is a game by uh, a returning creator, uh, Robert Yang. Back to the beginning. Way back. The first... That was the very first, like, real episode, right? Literally
1: the first... The first the first real episode technically the second episode in the playlist
0: but i think the first one we recorded right uh yeah i think that's right so Uh, probably the worst episode no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 yeah i mean i think it helped that the game that we played then which was the tea room was very interesting sort of like
1: it was it was much it like facilitated the conversation better than some of the other ones we played in the early Mm -hmm. in the early episodes. so i think it was definitely a good one for our for
0: our first episode yeah yeah uh but dream is a very different kind of game uh it dream dream is a uh is like an arcade brawler uh it's like isometric perspective i guess it's sort of just like a fixed perspective maybe not necessarily isometric um and it's just uh the story is you're just uh some some folks in a in a, in a local gay club called the dream house in New York, which City, is which is a real, based one. On a real place. Yes. Yep, yep. Uh, and, uh, you're kind of out on the dance floor and some, some fascists have, uh, um, have rolled in and, <laughs> uh, you must defeat them wave by wave. Uh, you <laughs> and your compatriot, uh, with the help of a few friends that we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, and uh you just kind of like fight it's uh from a gameplay perspective it's a very simple game you just kind of uh you have like two attacks uh you have just like kind of your basic hit that has like a three hit combo and then like sort of a special move that takes some of your health away um and you just fight guys that get progressively stronger and uh that's basically it there's eight waves. they
1: actually get pretty hard like
0: wave seven i lost two three times I did not beat the game myself. <laughs> Me neither.
1: You didn't? I, I got to the final boss. I got him down so
0: low. Yeah. And then I just... Uh, so wait, did you watched, not see the
1: ending? Well, I watched a
0: video of the ending. Oh, okay. I, uh, so this game also has uh, AI. So uh, if oh. you, it's meant for two players because it's it was built for an event Uh. I don't know exactly what the the, the dream or what the event was, was called, but it was some sort of like event at the Dream House, uh, where a bunch of uh, indie developers built uh, games and they had like a custom arcade cabinet that was, you know, had a PC yeah. running in it and they had all the different games available. <clears throat> so this was a game sort of built with this like arcade cabinet in mind. So it has two players with just uh joystick and two buttons, uh, or three buttons three buttons um but anyway uh so the i totally just lost my train of thought well it has ai as we were going to say yeah yeah so yeah if you you don't have it's meant for two players but if you don't have uh a second player then the 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 second player will just be ai and also if you just don't feel like playing you can just not touch the controls for a minute and then both characters will be AI. yeah yeah (laughs) and it turns out they're pretty good at the game Uh, yeah does isn't
1: the description say you can leave it and they
0: might win yeah (laughs) or
1: something like that yeah
0: they definitely can win and did win for me (laughs) um Uh, which was uh which was not it was nice because i still got to see the end um i should have just tried that having to earn it i mean it took a few tries i like was started doing other stuff while i (laughs) just sort of uh let the the gameplay itself a few times until finally i it was actually kind of a magnificent experience uh i don't know if this was a bug but uh the the ai got to the final ba- boss battle and got to use the summon button and summon two allies instead of one which was oh uh, uh, anyway we could, we'll talk about the allies oh, in a minute yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this so this this uh, sort of uh event and the since it's a gay club and the event that uh was sort of happened I don't know what it, what it was called. They just say the Dreamhouse Cross Death by Audio Arcade is kind of yeah. It's like a collaborative game jam, um, is all about you know queer folks and sort of. I think I'm not sure if all the developers are queer. Or if just the games are sort of queer themed, but it's all LGBTQ uh, sort of positive and uh, mm-hmm. made by uh, you know those those people. So it's uh, um, it's definitely like got some very uh it's a very gay game uh, uh-huh in a in, yeah in the best in a way good way yeah it a it's good um
1: way. and it's only eight dollars for all of them so uh if you want to it's like eight games
0: dollar a game dude that's like yeah well, think about that value hell a deal you, you, you <laughs> can't beat that value even a, even an infomercial can't beat that value 1999 <laughs> fuck that shit eight bucks <laughs> and it all goes to a good cause to charities and stuff. So like, yeah. what are you, what are you doing? Why are you still listening to this podcast? Turn off go, this pl- podcast. go play the dream house, go play games. Don't ever listen to this podcast.
1: Anymore. Go, go bash the fash in, Ooh, uh, in a gay game. Did you I was come ch- up I was ch- with
0: that? Your own bash your own? the fash?
1: Oh no, that's like a saying. Oh, uh, that's no, un- I like, unfortunately, that. unfortunately I'm not that clever. Uh, mm. but Full no, name. that's, that's a saying.
0: Um, um Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, talk about the thing, eh? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So um, I'd say
1: the first thing to say about this game is that uh, for a simple like beat 'em up game, it's pretty like. I mean, maybe part of it is is just the my own feelings about punching Nazis, but mm-hmm. there's just something just a little bit satisfying about the just pa 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 of jammin'. uh jamming this game. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't it, it doesn't, it doesn't try to like have any depth. It's just kinda like mash the shit out of the attack button. <laughs> Move around and <laughs> mash the shit out of the attack button until you die. Um, <laughs> or they do. Or they do. Hopefully they die and not yeah. you. Um but yeah it's uh I did like how it just, and it doesn't even like really give you too much context for the fascist. Although it does right before the game starts, uh, it does say only trust your fists. Police will never help you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, maybe a little bit, uh, more sad than funny, but also funny. And yeah. Probably and, and I mean, it's also true.
1: Yeah. Also keeping in the themes with the uh, other Robert Yang game we played, which I, yeah. when we were talking about it, we didn't say the name, the tea room, uh, mm-hmm. Which was just about like police surveillance of gay hookup culture in the '60s. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's I guess a through. I mean, only we've only played two of his games, but yeah, that's a through so line far. there. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else do I have to say about this? I mean, I think the one there's more to say about the um, about like the the style visuals mm. and. Uh, retro graphics mm-hmm. maybe then mechanics so maybe we should sure. start there
0: yeah let's um,
1: do it uh so i think that um that it's did it say specifically that it's supposed to take place in the 90s or did i here let's that see out? the like retro
0: style 3d graphics imagine a history of queer punk games in the late 1990s yes, connecting those politics is. of resistance to today so yes. i think it was sort of uh like it's not meant to have taken place in the 90s i think especially with the ending of the mm-hmm. game uh it's definitely set no, in modern yeah. day but sort of uh taking the sort of like punk aesthetic yeah yeah, like, yeah i don't know like tony the first tony hawk pro skater on the ps1 you know that kind of like huh. uh retro 3d you know early polygonal graphics uh there are certain games you know had sort of that like punky nineties attitude about them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. That sounds right. And so what it's doing is it's like, is it's like setting it or making it feel nineties E graphically rather than like in the actual content. Yeah. 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 Although is it clear that it's supposed to be taking place in, I I think it is. I think it is, think is because, it is? okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this sp- just because f-
1: fascism is in the
0: news these days. Yeah. I think if anything, that's probably the biggest one. But then also at the end, there's like a thing that's kind of like uh, it might seem like you're not contributing with like the hell that our world is right now, but <laughs> we can all do a little something to help, which seems like, I don't know, maybe it's like, hey, this is an old school thing, but also it's still happening today. But uh, my interpretation was that it's sort of a modern uh, mm. Modern dance yeah. club, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it
1: also is trying to. Well, I mean, I don't know. I the the impression I maybe we should have read more about the Dreamhouse uh, club, mm-hmm. or I guess it's an art space now. Maybe it was a club and now it's an art space. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, but it. I got the impression that it had sort of like. A, some like significance to Brooklyn Mm. queer culture in the nineties, especially. So it, it's like, it's trying to like merge video game culture and, you know, queer club culture of the nineties. Yeah. I mean, I'd buy that. that.
0: There's definitely like been a history, like historically clubs where, you know, gay and sort of non-binary, all LGBTQ people sort of congregate have been the subject of uh, many uh, a, a sort of—I don't know—I don't really want to say drama, but I mean, you know, po- there's some cl- historical examples of police like raiding known gay bars and arresting yeah. people unjustly and all kinds of
1: yeah, I wonder, and nasty I have wonder, I suspect by the '90s in New York. That's not still a thing, but that's yeah, not a history I s- that I personally know a lot about. I think I think New York. Well, I know New York's one of the first cities to like liberalize in that regard. So, probably certainly by the '90s, probably um, no like direct police repression, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm sure. I suspect certainly not fair treatment. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. It's not like uh, like the. Um, oh no! I the stone hill right no Stonewall. Stone yeah, that's wall that's exactly right. the one i was, was, like, was like oh no i can't think, think of, think of well. the name Stonewall. yeah the, that was also yeah. new york wasn't it yeah that was in new york but that was in the that was in 69 69 so, i was thinking 70s. so in in those 20 years or i guess 30 really if it's late 90s mm-hmm. uh new york's uh tone towards lgbt folks changed quite a bit Sure, sure, and the world's in general, in many true respects. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day how crazy fast that shift has been. Like, like thirty, even twenty years ago, there was not mm. a single like country in the. Well, I guess I don't know if there was a single one, but there were in the U.S. the first state to legalize gay marriage was like two thousand four. Like yeah. fifteen years, we went from one state to the whole
0: country. It's yeah, like crazy. Yeah, it is kind of wild. Um, yeah. Progress, it's hell of a thing. <laughs> Woo, yay! Even if it's only like legal <laughs> only progress. One,
1: like... one, one thing progress. All other things regress. How I feel sometimes,
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But you know, we could celebrate the one progress. Yeah, there you go. Um. So so yeah, I guess we haven't. We you mentioned like the sort of PlayStation aesthetic. And we've yeah. talked before when we were talking about Paratopic, about how uh, pixel art has been like a very popular retro aesthetic. And I'm, I'm really yeah. hoping that we're going to get into the PS1 retro aesthetic because I just <laughs> love the the look of like we're trying to look like a PS1 game. Um, See,
1: dude, I never even played PS1. So this is like oh, not really? a, a nostalgia chord that can be plucked for me. Oof. But, um, well, I had a friend who had a PS1 and we played a little bit. I mean, mm. I think if we were... Redoing some like N64. Oh, I
0: graphics. mean, PS1 and
1: N64. Same I, era. PS1 has a little, it's got it looks little, a little bit better a specific and it, and it has a more like, specific for
0: sure. Yeah. Like the, I think it's has something to do with the like pixel filtering. I, I've actually like, mm. re- I don't know if I read about it or I just like heard, it, heard about it once. But uh, the, the PS1, there was something with the N64 where they had like a lower poly count, but they uh, like the rendering was sharper. Um, so you get these like lower polygon, but like, a crisper image while a ps1 has like more polygons but a very distinct shittiness like it just looks like yeah. pixelate. like and this game like definitely puts a filter over everything to try and give it that ps1 look and it doesn't yeah, I like it look. all the way there but i do i do like it nonetheless yeah um and uh, like the it, quote unquote cd quality audio but it's all like muffled <laughs> and compressed and stuff <laughs> um but yeah it's something that i feel like uh is probably as that becomes more and more it's kind of like the classic rock thing like once it's been around for 20 years then they'll start playing it on the classic rock station uh you know they'll play nirvana or something and it's classic rock which seems weird because even for me classic rock is always going to be like the 70s maybe a little bit of the 80s but i just don't like 80s rock music that much uh Mm. so i i feel like as we as we go on there will be more and more people sort of cribbing the the early polygonal art style uh, it's sort of like a retro aesthetic, and and I'm here for it. Yeah, 100%. I'm into
1: it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's sort of like a I don't know if there's a ton to say about this, but it seems like I guess this is more '90s nostalgia, but '80s nostalgia is like everywhere these days. Mm-hmm. It's, like freaking everything. I just saw Ready Player One, and it was like that was the whole of that movie. It was just yeah. like, do you remember 1988? I was like, we no, do. but this movie is okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Why is everyone so nostalgic for old media today? What's that? What's your
0: read on that, Blake? Um, I don't know. People always like to think that, uh, today is not that good. So the old days must've been better and they're really not. It's all the same. It's just different. And you're uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So. I, I don't know
1: that. I, I don't know that. I believe that everything is equally good or bad all
0: the time, but yeah, maybe, that's true. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe, really maybe pop culture was, <laughs> I'm saying it's not necessarily better. It's just different, right? Like, sure. The music, I don't know. i like people always say like, Oh, they used to make good music. And it's like, there's still a ton of great music. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. be classic in 20 years. And in 20 years, you'll be like, Oh, they used to make good music. The music wasn't <sighs> 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, I think people kind of get sort of skewed about uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah, I what guess. they think is good. And also there's just like, I don't know, with 80s, I think it's specifically like there's a big, like musically, I think has like driven a lot of that um, with just like the sounds of synthesizers that at the time in the 80s were like just emerging. And so they were, people were using the hell out of them because there were sounds that no one had heard before and they were using them largely to a fault and so that kind of went out of vogue for a while it became a thing of like oh we can't use these like goofy sounding Mm -hmm. synthesizers and now people are sort of returning that with uh with modern production techniques so it's the same or similar sounds uh but employed more specifically and with 20 extra years of music production knowledge and sort of uh, trends under our belt, And so we can kind of like filter mm. that through modern aesthetics and make it, uh, I don't know, something that feels a little bit less goofy. Uh, but, and uh, I mean, even at the time, you know, some of that music was taken very seriously and was still really good. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's for me, I feel like music probably drove it a lot. And also like the whole vapor wave thing, uh, sort of yeah, fascination yeah. with pastel neon, I don't know. There is. I guess
1: this game does do that too. Now they look at like the color palette. of This game is kind of vaporwave.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, it's all kind of gets glommed together. I think uh, people like to think of it as like a strictly 80s aesthetic, but a lot of this like sort of look uh, bled well into the early 90s. Wait, you think
1: people? I think people think of vaporwave
0: as. I mean, there's like the windows 95 symbol. Isn't that well, like a vaporwave? is definitely more of a nineties thing, but I just mean yeah. like, I just sort of meant like the eighties nostalgia. Like, uh, I guess sure. I'm talking more specifically like musically some of those, those synth sounds yeah. people say like, Oh, it's so eighties. It's Like, nah, like people were making music oh, like this until saying. like yeah, 1994. Uh, hmm. but, um, yeah. But anyway, I definitely, um, I don't know. I, I'm sure an anthropologist or someone with a much more, a His, um, historian maybe has a An much anthropologist. better. I don't know. <laughs> somebody, so. <laughs> someone has a much better idea of why we're fascinated with retro, quote unquote, retro things. Yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, me. I, I did. I did read much. this. I did read this essay about, uh, um, uh, Star Wars that was written in the like '80s, actually, mm. about how the first Star Wars is not actually. Um, the, it is already a nostalgic uh, hmm. film because it's nostalgic for the like uh, Saturday, uh, like pulp SF
0: hmm. uh,
1: TV specials from the 40s and 50s, in which there was always like a super weapon and it was always like evil empires. Hmm. Uh, and it's the even in even the very first uh, Star Wars was already sort of like designed to do the thing where it's like nostalgic for the adults and fresh for the kids, Oh, that's which is is the same thing that every reboot of star Wars has been designed to do for a new, a new generation 10 years later. Like let's make it fresh for the kids and nostalgic for the adults.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's interesting. I'd like to read that. It's, um, I definitely think that's true that it's kind of just a a cycle and certain people forget and other people never saw it in the first place. So it's, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we haven't talked about uh, a very important part of this game, Jordan, which is the ass, special ass titties. Ass, 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 oh, titties. We, yeah.
1: Was that a real song? Um, I don't
0: know about that. So wait, wait, yes, is he say ass 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 and teaser He say big ass big titties. Oh, is what was that, that it what exactly? he's saying? Something like that. But <laughs> the music is by uh, uh, someone uh, called Renim, who. Renim. Um, I think their whole thing is kind of that they make, uh, like mashups, uh, but like very goofy mashups. Uh, and like there's, so there's oh, another yeah. part. On um, SoundCloud page so here. he goes like big ass and did big, big, I think you're right. That's what and, I'm thinking of. Yeah. And then, and, and, diddy, big, and then there's also big, a part where he goes <laughs> big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches, woo! <laughs> which I don't remember where I recognize that from, but I did. You recognize that from something? Oh yeah. Big booty bitches. I'm pretty sure it's like, it was like an early YouTube, um where it's just like or just like an early internet video where it's just like some Uh, some goofy dude just going like yep i just found it (laughs) it's one guy playing like a a keyboard and another just like a goofy dude wearing a turtleneck just going big booty bitches big big booty bitches Ah!" (laughs) what the fuck I de- this is not a youtube video i've ever seen before i definitely remember watching it when i was like 12 early meme uh definitely early meme for sure <laughs> like it's a guy playing like a Eurodance song on the keyboard
1: uh oh, here, should yeah. i watch it right now or no, i can't do that during i am okay i'm doing it Ooh. oh god it's gonna come through my speakers yeah, we can't do that okay uh, well <laughs>
0: you can watch it later yeah get, get the
1: gar the garbly big yeah let's do it garbly big booty bitches coming through the can you uh, hear it
0: uh no thank thank god <laughs> thank god we can't hear it uh but it's a hell of an experience <laughs> if you if you're curious about big booty bitches just google it and you'll find it pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway but he's so, like
1: he's like wearing a like a nice sweater with a like button up underneath
0: <laughs> oh yeah he's wearing a but i thought it was just a turtleneck it's a low quality video um yeah, but yeah it's a classic oh. uh anyway so the music is a, a anyway. combination of uh, big ass and titties, big, big ass and titties, and then big booty bitches <laughs> um, for like the main part of the game. Uh, that's sort of what's playing. And it's a, uh, it's a hell of an aesthetic. Like the game yeah. just starts up and you just get, well, first of all, it's a unity game. So it has the whole like settings thing and the graphics quality. There's only one option and it's PlayStation, which uh, is great. Um, Yeah, it is actually titled PlayStation, yeah. And then you get into the game and just immediately, big ass and titties, big, big
1: ass and titties. Yeah, which (laughs) I feel like is actually, like, so Robert Yang, because his, like, his whole thing is, like, well, not his whole thing, but one of the through lines (laughs) through his work is, like, lighthearted sexuality. Yes. And I just, I hadn't seen this when we did the other episode on his game, but he did this GDC talk that, I don't remember the exact title, but it was something like, Ah, uh, the games industry needs to get laid and chill out already, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about how, like, how even by the standards of like American pop culture, which is already a little like, you know, conservative about sex, it's already like, a
0: lot conservative. I would argue.
1: a lot conservative about sex. It's like, games is like so Stone weird about it. It's like so. It's either like like nonsensical like juvenile sexuality or yeah. like hardcore censorship, no sexuality.
0: Well, and I actually remember this when I, uh, when I was a teenager trying to convince my dad to let me buy mass effect at the store because I wasn't uh, old enough to buy M rated games on my own. And, uh, <laughs> him being like it says like strong sexual content i'm like the thing you got to understand dad is that (laughs) strong sexual content is a video game is like pg-13 sex (laughs) like like and it's also like probably off screen
1: too like
0: (laughs) yeah in mass effect i mass effect one you definitely like you don't see any like you don't see any nipple there's no full frontal there's no nipple or there might be nipple in mass i don't know it doesn't matter but it's definitely like very vanilla missionary PG thirteen sex for sure.
1: Yeah. Wait, Mass Effect is rated M man. Oh yeah.
0: Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. I mean they say fuck in it, I'm sure. And uh I guess. But yeah, I remember my dad and he like came down, he would watch me play. He's like, So where's all the where's all the sex stuff happening? I want to see how bad this is. See if I wanna like take this away. I'm like, bro, like no it's not that ain't how this game works. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to this blue lady for twenty minutes about uh, her her past life and uh, history, and maybe in twenty hours there I might see a little bit of uh, blue ass. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> until then, <laughs> uh, but anyway, all of this to say that uh, Robert Yang's approach to uh, having like light hearted and uh, almost it's there's just a sex positivity to his games yeah, and like an openness about sex that just like you don't see in much American made yeah. media nonetheless. Like sexuality can be
1: like. It's sometimes it's not even like, like, it's more like sex is fun and yeah. then like sex is like strictly titillating or sexy. I mean, sometimes it's yeah. that too, but yeah, like and it's, it's fun. It's supposed to be that like be, lighthearted and fun. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a thing that can be talked about and it's play. Uh, yeah. And it can be funny. Like it can be funny to hear yeah, someone's yeah. just ass titties and <laughs> big booty bitches. Like that's funny. Uh, so yeah, I definitely like appreciated the, the, uh, the music. and it surprisingly didn't grow old. I thought it was gonna get really old, but I had the game running for you know like 30 minutes while I was trying to get it to beat itself uh and i i didn't turn the music down uh pretty much that whole time which i'm glad i didn't because when you reach the the finale after you beat the main boss there's a, a new song which is uh which is a lot of fun <laughs> um
1: oh yeah what was it
0: it was um... it's it's shooting stars by bag raiders which over the last like year or two has become a pretty big meme song because it's that one where uh like when someone falls off of something then it shows them floating through space and oh yeah yeah uh, so it's that song uh, <laughs> mashed up with uh, be a man from Mulan <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right um, we are a man <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's actually a surprisingly like the mashup worked pretty well and I actually found like the final moment to be uh, like actually kind of uplifting in a way that was like
1: no it was I was actually I had made a note about that that like when everyone comes together and it's like I forget what the exact message that comes on the screen is, but uh-huh. it's like when things seem hard... said or No, when you're tired, that's what it was. When you yeah, feel yeah. tired... Uh, I don't remember what it tells you to do. Come together or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was
0: basically like... the These aren't the words, but the sort of summation of it was uh, when the world is full of fascists and shitheads and bad things happening all the time, you should fight it, but it's okay to get tired. And when you're tired go to a gay club and dance and feel the yeah. positive energy. And when everyone's and just like, like jumping as, up and as down, this, and as, these te- as this text is like coming down, like more and more people are like dropping out of the sky onto the dance floor and they're kind of moving a little bit and the song is building and then it like reaches the, the peak and then the, everyone just starts like going off. It's just a very like celebratory. I mean, it's yeah. actually, it's actually something I've noticed recently. Um, like generally in like gay culture, the amount of positivity, like, uh, within the last you know year or two, I've gone, I went to like a, a, a gay club for the first time and I never went because I hate the club. I've been to the club a handful of times and I've never once like enjoyed any it. clubs. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, here's a bunch of guys grinding up a, a bunch of women that maybe are not interested at all. And it's just kind of a gross skeezy environment that I'm not a big fan of, which sucks because I love dancing. Um, but <laughs> then I went to a, a gay club and it was like. The, the dancing and the like fun and the electronic music was there without the nearly as much shitty grossness. And there was just like a huge, there's just like a positivity to everything that like, I don't know, it's infectious. It it seeps into every corner and you can't, you can't get away from it. Uh, and I, I love it. Like going to like, you know, local pride festival or something. It's just like, I don't know. There's just a positivity about everything that I love. And I feel like this game totally has that.
1: Yeah, the symbol's a rainbow. It's yeah.
0: just, <laughs> it's just a good time. Yeah, so yeah, I I did
1: so yeah I agree with that. Uh, I mean, sort of the whole, the whole um, like game kind of has that like tone to it. Even when you are <laughs> literally fighting the fascists, it's still like you're still dressed uh, like you It's time to party, and there's still the music, and it's still like dance colors.
0: Yeah. In, so. And we, we, we forgot to mention that you have uh, procedurally generated uh, queer folks.
1: That's true. And that is one of the things that the game builds in the. Uh,
0: yeah. On the like Itch page ad page. It's like. <laughs> yeah, well, over a
1: million it, different queer folks are possible. Wow.
0: Yeah. That I definitely kind of like says. walked through the little thing to get uh, 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 a character that I was uh, really feeling, uh, like the outfit or whatever. Uh,
1: Wait, you. You can pick.
0: Yeah. So, uh, at the, like oh, before you I start the game, if you don't hit spacebar, you can move around and you like walk behind this curtain and it's actually a kind of a neat effect. Oh. You just like walk right past and you'll just, uh, come out a different color character on, and you can just kind of keep walking back and forth oh, through this until that. you get one that you like. Yeah. Huh. I didn't realize it until like my second or third time trying to beat it on my own. Huh? But yeah, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've skipped a few, uh, details, uh, that I'm very excited about the summon ability, uh, the summon ability and the yeah. uh, the people who are summoned. Why don't you talk about that a little bit?
1: So you like, as I'm not sure if it's time or if it's hit it's time. based time. Okay. So eventually mm-hmm. you build up a summon ability and then you can summon someone to help you. And it's a different, uh, I think it's always a, some kind of pop icon singer. I got Beyonce uh, one time summon, mm-hmm down and started beating the shit out of the fascists Mm -hmm. Another time it was Cardi which I assume is Cardi B oh I didn't get Uh, Cardi
0: B damn
1: well it didn't say B it just said Cardi well yeah but it's Cardi B I mean who else would it be I don't know I assume it has to be and then um, I don't remember who else I got I think I got three or four of them
0: yeah I got Beyonce Robin Madonna oh I got Robin that's who else I got and Rihanna
1: oh Oh, I never got Rihanna did I get Madonna I don't think I got Madonna either
0: Oh, that's, that's cool. You can get Cardi B. I feel like these are all like sort of like pop musicians, kind of like gay icons a little bit or like purveyors of music that might be danced to at a gay club, Madonna, especially.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, they, they kind of come in and they're just like, I don't even know if the character models are different because they're all women and it's just kind of like a woman that floats around and is, has like a golden light and just kind of like flies yeah. around beating the hell out of people. And, and it's already is kind gold. of like grimy yeah. and simplified enough that you can't really tell who it is anyway. So I don't know if they look any different or the yeah. reason that they're all women <laughs> artists is so that maybe they have different to abilities model. too. Yeah, it could
1: be. <laughs> I don't think so. I think their abilities is they fly up to the fascists and punch them a bunch.
0: Yeah. So, um, I had a, a very uh, magical experience. So so I, I tried the game a few times. I got to like the seventh wave several times and then the last wave <laughs> once and I like got partway through fighting the boss and then died and I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to see if I can get this game to beat itself. So then I just let it go through a few times and uh, the thing that's nice about it playing itself is they, they take a little bit longer than I was taking. So the the um like yeah. summon meter uh happened ended up happening like more than once cuz usually i would get it about halfway through and then it would still not be fully charged by the time i got to the boss and the boss would kill me before it charged again but mm. uh on the last time it uh fully charged right as they got to the boss so they like used the ability and i don't know if this was a bug or if it's a random but for some reason it summoned two uh two allies so they get to the boss he comes out the music changed the club lights go down and then fucking beyonce and rihanna <laughs> fly out of the sky <laughs> and just beat the shit out of the boss in like 10 seconds oh yeah oh, yeah it man. was just amazingly astoundingly I had to, fast
1: i had to use my special on the wave before the yes i was trying to save it up for the boss fight but i almost yep. got overwhelmed by the wave right before yeah because the so wave before you it. have
0: to like protect the dancer and uh i kept yeah. dying there and or using it there ah. but yeah they managed to save up for uh, a, <laughs> a use and yeah it got two of them so that was that was a pretty badass way and then like the game ends and there's like that great sequence we described already so it was like a definitely like just watching it. i was like this is great this is amazing <laughs> yeah
1: it, it is good it's just like it's like uh I don't know. The whole thing is just
0: very like celebratory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a hell of a thing. Uh, did you have any other major things? This game was like pretty um, brief. You could probably yeah. I it have about five one.
1: Minutes. Yeah, it was pretty brief. Um, I have one just like brief thing, which is that um, the. I noticed that at least one of the titles of the Waves Mm -hmm. are like references to specific Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. I was curious if you recognize any of the other ones. The one I recognized was um, The Fire Next Time 7, which is a... Oh, my God. Why can't I think of his name right now?
0: Oh, no. Uh It's so bad. You fucked it up. I definitely... uh, I think there was one that was like...
1: Oh, James Baldwin! Oh my God, so bad. That's the war. The I get my
0: degree revoked. Yeah, your English degree goes out the window if you. Forget <laughs> the, the yeah, name.
1: it's a a book of essays by James Wal- Baldwin mm. about like race politics in America, oh. uh, written in the sixties. So like it during the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. and um, the fire next time. I believe it's a biblical quote directly, mm-hmm. but it's also just the idea is he's talking about um, like there have been like riots and stuff mm. and he's like they will get worse like,
0: there will always be another or something like
1: that yeah like the idea mm. is like it was i think it might have been in response to uh, uh, some riot or something and he was like mm. more are coming is yeah I, if i remember it correctly
0: sure yeah it's kind of like do the right thing tomorrow's gonna be hotter or whatever
1: Oh, is that? Wait, what's that?
0: Do you remember? Do the right. You watched "Do the Right Thing," right?
1: But is that what? Is that the full line from the movie? Yeah, yeah it's like
0: tomorrow's, tomorrow's going to be even hotter. Tomorrow's like, going to be even hotter because, okay, like yeah, the yeah. start of the lot of <clears> the movie is like how talking about how hot of a day it is, and then the whole events <clears throat> of the movie unfold, oh, yeah. and then it's like at the end of the movie, it's just like the the tomorrow it's going to be even hotter. You know, the oh the, yeah, I don't. Remember there's that only going to be more yeah. turmoil. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, similar similar idea. Sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely, there was one and I'm pretty sure, I don't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was a 12 angry men, uh, reference. Uh, it was just like something oh, angry yeah. Nazis or something like that. Um, a few bad men. Oh yeah. Oh, a few that's bad bad what men it was. It somewhere. was a few good men. It was a few bad men. That's what it was. Yeah, yep. Uh, not 12 um, angry men, different one movie. Was,
1: one was Phoebe fight. I started writing them down. Mm. I don't know what that one is. Be no bigot. Devils mm. find work. Another country. The last one was just Final Boss.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't hmm. know all those, but I'm sure they're all I don't either. specific. Um But anyway. Yeah. Um good times. Uh fun, enjoyable game. Very just posy vibes coming out of this one. Just uh effervescent.
1: <laughs> effervescent. That's good. It is effervescent. I sort of like that that evokes like a kind of like color scheme for me too, that I yeah. think fits this, this game.
0: I, I kind of stole that one. That that's, uh, I started using effervescent more cause normally i mostly I heard it as like describing a, a carbonated beverage. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: that I, word could be overused.
0: I, I don't yeah, use it too much. <laughs> yeah. I took a, I took a, uh, a anthropology class called peoples of Europe and they were talking about live music and the, some anthropologist coined the term, uh, what was, I think it was like collective effervescence or like cooperative effervescence or something. It's just like uh-huh. the feelings of people at a concert who don't know each other and like sort of the vibe of the crowd. Um, oh yeah. That's so it's, it's familiar, kind of, actually. it's kind of surprisingly like evocative. Um, and I think it, it totally fits here. Um, so, uh, do you have anything else to say or, uh, shall we tell the people what we are going to play next week?
1: Uh, I don't, uh, I don't have anything else, so we can we can move on to
0: next week. Great. Okay. Well uh let's talk about rhythm overdrive. How do you feel about music games, Jordan?
1: I feel like we haven't done any of them before.
0: And yeah, so- I feel like we've we've done a lot of games where music is like an important part of them, but no like explicitly rhythm games. Which is kind of interesting because I feel like there was a time like around the time Audio Surf came out in like what, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I feel like uh, audio surf. I don't even know what that is. Oh my God, Jordan. What the hell? Audio surf is like quintessential, uh, indie rhythm game. It's like, Oh shit. Okay. You basically, so actually you're familiar with thumper, right? Yeah. 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 So it's like a very similar thing where you're like cruising down like a note highway or like a little spaceship. Uh, but it's all Mm. procedurally generated. So you can put any MP3 into the game and it'll just like generate a level, uh, and it works surprisingly well the way it kind of works is that when there's like more things happening the music gets faster then you're basically like on a track it's kind of like a roller coaster so like as the music is slow and it's building you like go up and there's like little notes that you collect and then as the music like drops and it gets like faster you like drop down the and you go really fast and it's like i don't know it's very fun and exciting uh but anyway it was quite popular and i feel like after that i feel my impression was that there was like a pretty solid amount of uh rhythm games uh but i you don't see many in the the sort of scope of games that we've done so i'm excited for this i've heard
1: that it's it's very hard to rhythm games are actually like really hard to get right because absolutely this the slightest like even more so than other games like when the the beat is like just off a little bit. You can yeah. just really feel it. So yeah, yeah. this will be uh this game, you know, for the kind of like um fringe level of games we play, this one looks pretty
0: polished. So it does. I'm, and I'm, it's, I'm surprised it's, it's a Ludum Dara, Dara game. So I wonder if they yeah like started it. Maybe they at went Ludum back Dara to it and then, finished it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty common. But anyway, has a yep, lot so it visually looks really cool. So
1: Yep. Uh rhythm overdrive, Louis Villet, Thomas. Paul fliet and maxime catel if you just google rhythm overdrive game uh you can find its itch page uh it's free um we'll play that for next week um in the meantime uh as always remember to follow us on twitter if you don't already we tweet out the names to our games uh and links so you don't actually have to google it and uh we also tweet out the creators of the games and sometimes they tweet back and uh, yeah, it's a good time. So you should tweet at us if you have a suggestion or you just want to talk about one of the games we played. You can find us on Twitter at uh, EdgeGuardCast.
0: Like, um, like, comment, <coughs> and subscribe. Uh, use offer code EDGE <laughs> to get 20% off your first website with Square. That's not real. Don't do that. Don't. I
1: don't, I don't think that's a... Someday. No.
0: Someday. <laughs> someday we get that podcast money. know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but In the anyway.
1: meantime, no. It's just uh, the Twitter's just for hanging out. Yeah, Though be our friend. You can do that, be our friend, um, and we will talk to you next week.